Hello and welcome everybody to the fourth episode of the Cash Making Cash podcast. Um, so last podcast I went a little bit long. Um, I'm trying to do kind of shorts so that anybody has has time. You know, if, it doesn't matter if you're driving to work. You know, everybody's got it. You know, usually like ten to twenty minute commute. Um, so I'm trying to make them quick podcasts um, as of right now. Maybe I'll do a little bit longer later. But um, <clears throat> on this podcast, I was thinking, what am I going to do? Because I was I was kind of trying to do it in a in an ordered fashion, right? So, something that really showed uh, a way to make money and have your money make you money for the future. Well, we kind of got to that point, right? I mean, you, the last one was all about kind of investing and in, in what I consider one of the best places to invest. But there's so much more. There's so much more. I love talking about money. I love talking about money making money. Uh, hence the name of the podcast. Um, so I'm going to talk this episode about my favorite aspect of money making money, which is what the podcast is about. So my favorite way for money to make money is dividends. It's simple, it's sweet, and it's a great extra bit of retirement that most people don't think about even. They don't even realize it's going to happen a lot of people. So the reason dividends are my favorite money-making money um, investment um, vehicle, whatever, however you want to put it, is because you don't do anything. If you buy just some Coca-Cola stock, guess what? You're getting dividends three times, four times a year. It's every three months. So... That's awesome, right? It's not. It's not a lot of money, no, but it's awesome because it's it, it's you don't do anything. It's literally the most passive income you can make. So, I first realized about dividends when I was younger. My grandpa retired from Caterpillar um, back in the day when you know pensions were good. Caterpillar wasn't necessarily still the finest company out there. Not that it's a bad company, but they do a lot of layoffs, um, and they did then too. But he retired from there, started out a minimal job, worked his way up to a supervisor, got himself a, a good pension, and he also invested into Caterpillar stock while he worked there. So with that Caterpillar stock slowly growing over the years, because he was buying it you know, when it first, what, in the 70s, 60s, 70s, something like that, and was doing it his entire time he worked there for like the 30 years. Well... In that whole time, he was buying stock each each paycheck. Each each time he got overtime, he was putting extra of that money in there. Well, guess what? Every quarter, those stocks were making him more money with dividends. And guess what? Dividends don't sit still. You might be getting a dollar a year per share, right? That dollar a year is going to go up. A lot of times, it doesn't always go up. It can go down. It can get cut completely even. It doesn't always happen, especially if you pick up a big-name company or if you just do a, a, a good mutual fund or ETF, which is essentially a mutual fund that you can buy on the, uh, the stock market. Um, they A lot of them have dividends too, you know, and all those dividends, you can just reinvest them back into the stocks. Not always. I mean, you don't always do that. You, you have to set that up to have that happen. Um, but when you do, every quarter... The, the, you know, that extra, if you have one share and it's making a dollar a year, it's 25 cents. It ain't 
That ain't nothing, right? That's nothing. Well, that 25 cents next time is making you dividends as well. And it's going to grow and grow. And if the company does continue to bring their, uh, their dividends up each year, well, so that dollar you made the first year off each share is now making a dollar two the next year. Or the dollar four, you know, it's, oh, you're like, oh, wow, that's it. You're like, what? That's 2% raise on money you didn't, you didn't even, you, you didn't do anything for, you know? You made two extra percent that year, or the coming year, no matter what, on the dividends. Now, to me, that's awesome. A lot of times it's higher. Not always. Sometimes it's nothing. Like I said, sometimes it's down. So, one thing I always suggest, if you are going to invest in this, something that has dividends, uh, stocks and such, I'm a big fan of going and looking up like dividend aristocrats is what they're called. They are all companies that have raised their dividends for 25 years consecutively. So that means every year for 25 years, they raise their dividends. Now, that being said, that doesn't mean that they're big dividends. That doesn't mean that they're good dividends, you know, like a good, healthy 5% dividend. That's a, that's a pretty good dividend. I have a couple that are making like 11%. It's extremely high, risky. That's what they call that, risky. Um, but there, there's a lot of aspects to dividends. Um, so much, so much to talk about. Um, but my favorite part is trying to find companies that are raising their dividends every year. Um, there's some stocks, some companies that aren't a dividend aristocrat. But they have raised their dividends for 25 plus years. So companies that are aristocrats are like uh, Coca-Cola, Caterpillar, uh, I th maybe Walmart might be one. Someday probably Apple because they finally got a dividend, stuff like that. Um, uh, Apple's not right now. Uh, obviously, they, they just started their dividends uh, last year or something like that, maybe this year. But they... Are big name companies they're blue chip stocks they're companies that can um give that dividend out and they do a small percent they don't do nothing huge but they're raising it every year you know four percent every year so you know if you're getting a dollar each one and they're raising it to a dollar four then the next year it's a dollar eight and um so on and so forth um which is great especially if you're buying a lot and someday if you have a lot of you know diverse stocks you know i don't i don't suggest buying one individual stock all the time I won't ever tell anybody what to do, what not to do necessarily, because uh, I do like to buy individual stocks. Um, but buying individual stocks is more risky. Uh, everybody says, oh, don't do that. My, me, uh, I, I won't ever tell any of you guys to do that, but um, I do do it. Um, I, it's, hard, it's hard to think, you know, Apple's going to disappear. Walmart's going to disappear. Coca-Cola. Yeah, like it's going to disappear, <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, stuff like that, it, it can, so it's riskier than like a mutual fund or even an ETF, um, but so, like I said, my grandpa, he did it for years and years, and eventually he hit retirement, and guess what, his dividends were making $20,000 a year, every every quarter he's getting a $4,000 check roughly, well, you know, obviously a little more. You know, a four thousand dollar check every three months you get just from that. That's extra twelve hundred dollars a month, and he didn't do. I mean, he didn't have to do anything other than invest it that one time. That's amazing. That's extra money that you wouldn't even think about. Not including the giant nest egg that you know that 
I don't even know how much that is. A half million dollars cash stock right now, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I won't ever see it. He's got a lot of kids, so I, I don't need it. I don't care. I don't want it. But I don't know how much it exactly is, but it's a lot of money. And that money he doesn't need. So it just sits there and makes him money every year. Now, if you're smart, you take that extra money. You keep reinvesting it, especially if you don't need it. Well... That's what I like about dividends, especially since they're going up most of the time. They're not always, but if you pick a good company that's a dividend aristocrat, ah, I got sidetracked. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, dividend aristocrats are big name companies normally that um, have been doing it for 25 years, but they also have to hit a threshold of uh, like uh, volume and stuff like that to become a dividend aristocrat. Well, not every company can meet that volume and, and, and uh, total net worth, you know. Um, I can't remember what it is, $200 billion or something like that. Um, but there's other companies that still meet that 25 times a year. They're just smaller companies. Uh, like one I invest into is, uh, well, I won't say it. But they're called dividend champions. You can look them up. You can look up a dividend champion list. And actually find a list of them, and they'll tell you how many years they've been raising their dividend, what you know, what the percentage is at, you know, so on and so forth. But if you want to invest in the dividends, and you're going to do this, you know, I, I'm not suggesting that. I'm just t- talking to you guys about it. If you wanted to do it, look up how much they've increased their dividends every year. What's the average they increase their dividends? Because you want to make sure that they're raising them a lot. There's some companies that raise it. every a year. And if it's a good company, 8% just raised on that dividend that you're also reinvesting every year, every quarter, every year, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? I make, I only make probably a hundred bucks a year off my dividends right now. Well, if I continue to invest that hundred dollars every year on top of me putting more money into it, and those, uh, those dollars I'm putting into are making dividends too. Guess what? They're growing and they're growing and they're growing. And the money that I'm putting in there is making me money. That's what I love about it. That money you put in is now making you money. I love it. I love it. It's probably my favorite thing. I, I remember being a kid and thinking, you know, high school kid. And I was thinking about it. I was like, man, when I first learned about stocks, I was like, wow. I was like, and they give a dividend. I was like, how does that even work? I was like, and they just give you money because you have money in there. And I wanted to do it so bad. And I was young and I didn't know how. <sighs> Finally, I figured out how. I love it though. Um, so that being said, I do suggest investing extra into dividends someday, dividend stocks someday. Um, it's not necessarily that dividend stocks are and I'll be all here and nothing. If you have a 401k, that money is probably getting invested with dividends. Almost guaranteed some of that money is going into dividends. So it's not it's not so much that you have to find, you know, individual stocks, you have to find mutual funds that give a good dividend, stuff like that. No. You know, if, if you don't want to do anything, your 401k is gonna have dividend stocks in it. But if you do have everything else done, you have a good you know savings account built up. You have, um, 
you know, you have all the air stuff we talked about. Um, you're investing into a Roth IRA. Roth IRA. You're matching your um, 401k at work. Um, or let's let's say all you want. You're, you're young. All you want to do is is build up that Roth IRA right now. Um, you're not getting a, a match at work, so you're not investing into that. But you've maxed out your your 401k. And you're not, let's say you're not even at your 15%, because that's the average. 15% of your money should get invested. Save 10, 15% should get invested for retirement. Well, if you haven't made it to that, maybe you want to open up an account and start buying some mutual funds or ETFs. Uh, We can definitely go over that later, ETFs and mutual funds, the differences there's not much of a difference. They're both great, um, but they're they're safer because they they're invested into a lot of different companies. Um, we can go over that at a different time. Uh, I'd love to talk about that too. Um, but that that'd be a great secondary way to invest for the future. Just something simple like that. Heck, I go through Robinhood right now. Um, I, I I like it. Um, I used to do Betterment a little bit, but I don't like robo investing. Um, that's just me. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an odd one for me. Uh, it's a weird kind of taking the reins off completely, but yeah, that's, that's my spiel on dividends. You do get taxed on dividends. Uh, it's, it's not high. It's not a lot. If you're reinvesting into a drip program, I don't even think you get taxed the full amount or I don't, you might not even get taxed. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm not, I'm terrible at taxes. To, <laughs> that's one weak spot I, I'm going to have to work on. Um, but you want to reinvest into a drip program. That's dividend reinvestment program. You want to do that if you are investing into dividend stocks, especially if you're doing it for the long term. Um, so that's, that's probably the beginning thing that ever made me think about cash making cash was something like dividends and uh i i gotta be honest i if it, if it wasn't for me realizing how awesome stocks are and how awesome dividends were i probably wouldn't even be interested in this stuff like i am um that being said i'm gonna keep this one short here for now uh i'll ch- Maybe I'll pump out longer ones. I haven't decided really. I like doing these shorts that anybody can listen to it. It's not a burden for anybody to toss it on. If you don't learn something, you know, that episode, no biggie. You didn't lose a lot of time. Maybe, maybe it just kind of juiced you up a little bit. You got excited. You, you, it reminded you, hey, you know what? That's right. Dividends are awesome. I got to make sure I pump that out. Maybe you like to write down all the numbers on a cheat. Like, man, I have, you know, five of this ETF that's giving me, you know, uh, or whatever, or $1.50, and I want to build that up to this, because my goal right now is to build it up to where I'm getting $10 a month from dividends, which I'm really close, because I'm about 100 bucks a year, and you get it to 120 After that, my goal is $400 a year, Um, and then from there, it's going to go up to $1,200 a year, so that's $100 a month. Um, That's a bigger goal, obviously. (laughs) It's going to take a while, but it's worth it. I'm still young. You do it while you're young. You keep pumping it out. Don't, don't slack on this stuff. Retirement. It's worth it. Try to get to that early retirement. That's my goal. Early retirement goals, 40. 
My wife says 35. <laughs> I think 40 is good. Um, so thanks for listening. Um, I might try to get an email out um, for everybody if they want to comment, have any questions. Um, but yeah, as of right now, thanks for listening and uh, keep in touch. Later.